rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Good morning and welcome to chapel. Prayer has served for many as a connection with the spirit, a practice of listening and of being heard. Today we will hear several different prayer practices from GC community members and how they have been impactful in their lives. Let us pray. Lord, you hear our prayers. You listen to our worries and accept our rejoices, thanksgivings, and songs that well from our souls. May we in turn seek your face and listen for your voice in this space and in our lives. Amen. Good morning. Thousands of young people make a pilgrimage each year to the Tézé community in Burgundy, France. The music of Tézé community life is characterized by repetition, by silence, by immersion into singable musical lines and core biblical texts. As we experience the simple but profound harmonies of two Tézé community songs, may our common voice proclaim and respond to the word of God. We will begin with the hymnal worship book number 348. Thank you. 
Let's sing next, number 59, and sing the journey, the green songbook. We'll sing in English. Good morning. My name is Leanna Teodosio, and I'm a junior sociology and Bible and religion double major. This prayer has been one that I've connected with over the past five years, and it starts out like this. Lord, high and holy, meek and lowly, thou hast brought me to the valley of vision, where I live in the depths, but see thee in the heights. Hemmed in by mountains of sin, I behold thy glory. 
Let me learn by paradox that the way down is the way up, that to be low is to be high, that the broken heart is the healed heart, that the contrite spirit is the rejoicing spirit, that the repenting soul is the victorious soul, that to have nothing is to possess all, that to bear the cross is to wear the crown, that to give is to receive, that the valley is the place of vision. The reason I connect with this prayer is that it has reminded me who God is in the midst of whatever valleys I have found myself in. I'm reassured that I'm not alone and that God is bigger and mightier and more powerful than any situation that I can find myself in. I'd like to reiterate a segment of scripture that we heard in the call to worship this morning. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, I invite you to recite this prayer with me now, the Valley of Vision, which is going to be projected on the screen. Lord, high and holy, meek and lowly, thou hast brought me to the valley of vision, where I live in the depths, but see thee in the heights. Hemmed in by mountains of sin, I behold their glory. Let me learn by paradox that the way down is the way up, that to be low is to be high, that the broken heart is the healed heart, that the contrite spirit is the rejoicing spirit, that the repenting soul is the victorious soul, that to have nothing is to possess all, that to bear the cross is to wear the crown, that to give is to receive, that the valley is the place of vision. Lord, in the daytime, stars can be seen from the deepest wells, and the deeper the wells, the brighter thy stars shine. Let me find thy light in my darkness, thy life in my death, thy joy in my sorrow, thy grace in my sin, thy riches in my poverty, thy glory in my valley. Amen. Meditation has also been a helpful way that I've found to connect with God. I started practicing meditation not long ago and I realized I'm really good at talking at God but not so good at releasing my concerns. So there are some index cards in the pews in front of you. I invite you to take that and write down one to three things that you're struggling with or that feel like a really heavy burden to you right now. And while it might not be hard to think of things that concern us, some examples might be uh, your, the area of finances or the sting of a recent loss of a loved one in your life or just simply the daily stresses in life. I found for me that writing down my worries and concerns is helpful in two ways. One is that it symbolically helps me to hand it over to God. It's on the paper, it's out of my head, it's out of my hands, it's to God. And secondly, it allows me 
to look back over time on the ways that God has responded to me and oftentimes in unexpected ways. As opposed to just throwing up frantic prayers in God's direction, this intentional practice of writing them out helps me not only release the burden by placing it in writing and in God's capable hands, but it also encourages me to reflect with gratitude on the way that God responds to me. So now that hopefully you have at least one or maybe a few things down on your card, we're gonna take about a minute to practice this silent meditation. So I invite you, if you would, just to close your eyes and take a deep breath and hold your burden before God in the silence and listen for God's voice. Now visualize yourself handing the weight of your burden from yourself over to a power much stronger than you. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence or if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Good morning. My name is Liz Kaur, and though I am holding an iPad, I am not a freshman. I am a junior, and I'm a communications major and a peace, justice, and conflict studies minor. Um, today I want to talk about the prayer practice of giving thanks. Though giving thanks may seem like a purely seasonal thing to do, it is one that has, in the past year, become a regular practice for me that has since proved to give meaning, richness, and a brighter perspective to each day I choose to do it. I believe that taking the time to stop, look around, and merely breathe is a form of prayerful thanksgiving. This is something that, since my childhood, I have took joy in doing, but how, on a more practical level, does this practice of just stopping and looking become prayer? How does it function as a divine connection with God? For me, learning and growing in this practice of giving thanks was a journey that began last summer. It began with a moment of realization that I had work to do if I desired God to do work in my life. Then, the giving over of my anxieties, my lifelong tendencies towards perfectionism, and letting myself settle into the knowledge that, in the grand perspective of things, God is truly so big and I am truly so small. Then, I believe as the first gift of many to come, I received a book in the mail from a good friend, 
that changed my entire perspective on faith and daily living. This book is called 1,000 Gifts, written by Anne Voskamp, a Mennonite far farmer from Canada. It was sent to me by a friend during my first week in Goshen College's ministry inquiry program in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Though I didn't crack the book open until weeks after it had arrived, once I did, the outcome of my entire summer was changed, and it continues to influence me today with the premise that life is a holy experience, and that in each day there exist the simple and tangible gifts of God. And each moment that we take to slow down, look, and acknowledge that there are beautiful moments, we are giving thanks. We are fulfilling Paul's desire for us to rejoice, as he wrote to the Philippians, and to live in thanksgiving. Voskamp's 1,000 gifts were written on notebook paper and were a chronicle of everything that she noticed around her, from the very small, like watching her daughter play the piano, to the very large and complex, like the forgiveness of Christ. As I read from Voskamp's list of gifts, I found myself stopping to see the gifts in my own day-to-day -day life. First, in passing moments like watching the dog at the farm I volunteered at bound towards me in the morning, or listening to people at the community center I worked at chatter about family stories in the kitchen while washing dishes. Then, in an attempt to preserve these moments I found so beautiful, I began to write them down at the end of each day. By the end of my summer in Virginia, I too had a chronicle of the ways I had seen God and a way to look back over how I had changed day by day into a more joyful and observant person. Since then, I have continued my list through the summer and on my semester on SST in Morocco and since being back at Goshen. The practice of listing down these gifts reminds me that even on a long and difficult day, I have a reason to rejoice. Even on days ridden with anxieties about the future, late papers or assignments, there are still moments like these. Number 72, walking arm in arm with my Moroccan sisters to school in the morning. Number 102, letters from home, from friends and family. 150, long car drives through the Iowa countryside listening to National Public Radio. 154, baking pumpkin pie with mom. And finally, 167, the familiar sound of Goshen train whistles. Voskamp's encouragement in her book is the same as Paul's in today's call to worship. Rejoice. Of course, I know not everyone connects with God the same way I do, and everyone sees the beauty in life differently. So I encourage you to take the note cards provided in your seats, and throughout the day or week or hour, write down a list of gifts, things that you notice, thankful for. Perhaps you will be, like me, surprised by the joy it brings. And to end, um, my talk on prayer practices, I would like to read a prayer from the daily office taken from the Book of Common Prayer. Praise to the holy and undivided, undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. 
Light of the world in grace and beauty, mirror of God's eternal face, transparent flame of love's free duty, you bring salvation to our race now as we see the lights of evening. We raise our voice in hymns of praise. Worthy are you of endless blessing, sun of our night, lamp of our days. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. Great are the deeds of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in him. We will sing now number 545 in the hymnal worship book, and let's stand to sing. Praying through song has been a strong tradition in the hymn singing tradition, and uh, let's contrast the the softer, repetitive style of the Taizé songs with a more energetic, strong-voiced expression through this beautiful hymn, Be Thou My Vision.
Good morning. Um, my name is uh, Micah Miller-Eshelman. I am a third year uh, physics major here at Goshen College. And uh, one of the prayer practices that I have found most meaningful over the last few years is just bedtime prayers. Um, the, you know, midnight, sitting on my bed, eyes wide open in a dark room, and confessing hopes, fears, doubts, and all that good stuff. Um, some of the structure for that, which I've learned over the last few years, is to kind of mimic the Lord's Prayer and to be challenged to praise God before I get into my own problems and to be challenged to pray for us instead of just me. Um, this morning, the last thing we'll be doing is sending you off with one version of the Lord's Prayer found in the book Common Prayer, um, specifically designed for mornings, for starting the day off right. And I'll be reading it now with a few friends. O oh Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you. As the, As the day, day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. In our, in our lives and in our prayers, may your kingdom come. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us safely into this new day. Preserve us now by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin, be overcome by adversity. And in all that we do, direct us to the fulfillment of your purposes. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May, may the, the peace of, of the Christ Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. You may go in peace. Amen.